Good day everyone! Today is a very special day because we are going to talk about a really important matter nowadays. And this is all about how toxic social media is. To start off, allow us to introduce ourselves first. My name is Maria Alex Joyce G. Estacio from Bachelor of Science in Psychology in DLSU. My name is Joni Isabel Magna Tomala from BS Psychology in DLSU. Hi, I'm Michelle Ann Gabriel Sibin Sarmiento from Bachelor of Science in Psychology and DLSU. Hi, I'm, my name is Jevan Paul Chan. I study civil engineering in DLSU. Hello, I'm Danny Minsalan and I am studying BS Psychology from DLSU. Hello, everyone. I'm Chanel M. Jordan and I'm from BS Psychology as well from DLSU. For today's podcast, we are going to talk about social media's role in our everyday lives and how it became toxic as the issues rise and the culture shift from traditional to modern. We are also talking about everyone's perspective about social media and how they handle the toxic environment social media have. Now, let's get into it. Before we actually dig into our discussion, let us start with this question. How important is social media in your life right now? And how do you handle the criticisms in your pictures, tweets, or comments? Was there a time that it affected your mental health? Danny, would you like to share something? Yeah, sure. Actually, I guess for me, as someone who is currently under the student government, I am currently an executive of student services. So to me, social media is basically the place that I stand by at all times addressing student concerns and sharing university-related information that I also have to study upon, since as someone who serves the students, my work mostly revolves around that. So if you'd also like to know how much I spend so much time on social media, there's this tracker on phones that track your screen time, which basically shows how much you spend your time on your phone. So just this week, I've spent about five hours on social media, like five hours and to me that's already concerning in just a day and there's also my laptop uh, in which I use often so yeah and so as someone who spends a lot of time on social media handling handling all the negative criticisms I think I've fallen immune to that over the years I've received a bunch of negative comments but I try to approach them as calmly as possible these days because sometimes I laugh it off though there are or there was actually a time that social media affected my mental health so much. It was like the start of the pandemic and I was very paranoid at the time. Uh, most of my relatives weren't around, so I was very lonely and I didn't really have anyone to talk to. And I went through a soft meg detox by deactivating all my accounts and stayed quiet over the months. And it was really hard adjusting to everything at the time. Because even during my last year in senior high school, which was also spent online, it's like I had this factory reset that I had to go through during the start of the pandemic. And it was really a difficult time for my mental health due to social media taking such a toll on me. So, you know. Um, that's good to hear, um, Danny. So thank you for sharing that. What about you, Joni? Um, thank you for that question, Alex. I actually only use social media as a medium for communicating with my loved ones that I couldn't really connect with physically, especially when most of my family members and my close friends are already in different countries. 
Um, back in my high school life, I was prominent, prominently active in social media. I probably had uh, all the platforms every child had. Posting became a regular practice for me, but I've come to realize that the more you delve deep into social media, the more you get hooked with even the toxic environment of it all. And at that moment, I've witnessed a handful of cyberbullying under one's pictures or possibly memes that definitely offends and um, disregards communities, even fights that escalates to bad-mouthing and wishing someone to experience loss just because. And at that moment, I realized that this isn't really for me, so I stopped actively going through social media and even deactivated some of my accounts. Currently, I share events and whatever I'd want to, but only limited to trusted friends and family. I've experienced criticisms during the phase of my childhood, even had people I was close with mock me or my own platform. And as a child, I wasn't able to handle it well, especially emotionally, which led me to stop using social media on the daily. It was honestly a huge setback and it even affected me mentally up to this day. And actually, hindi pa ako nakaka-experience na any sort of criticisms today. But if I ever do so, I'd probably end up approaching that certain individual or simply ignoring and deleting it. And also because I wouldn't want to engage in such hate or profanity when I've been avoiding it throughout my childhood. That's all. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Joni. That's really brave. How about you? Um, Jevin, do you want to say something or share anything? Sa akin naman, social media is like part of me na. It's access a medium where we socialize, especially with our friends during this pandemic. Gusto din siya pagpalipas ng oras minsan. When I'm, when I'm feeling down, mag-scroll lang ako sa TikTok or Facebook. Tapos meron na may kita mga funny clips or memes na mapapatawa sa akin. Brighten up my mood. Pero may times din na social media nagiging cause ng stress ko. Tulad nung bata ako. I'm the person na hindi ma-differentiate yung biro tsaka yung seryosong panlalait. So, ano, simulan pag bata ko, I limit my, I limit posting images of myself. So, kung ano, I recommend people na even they add me, kasi yung Facebook ko talaga hindi ko sineseryoso. When they add me, I recommend them mute me if especially lahat ng jokes ay hindi para sa atin. Best example na ito yung ano, nakaka-stress yung social media is nung ano, election. Imbis na dati, iscroll lang sa Facebook para makapalighten ang mood. Ngayon, yung election, puro away sa pa- about sa paliks yung nakikita ko. Palagi nilang nagtatalo and palagi yung nandadamay sa mga away nila. Ayun lang. Thank you for sharing your insights, Jeffen. Yan. Thank you, guys. For our second question naman, How do you keep your social media a healthy environment for your family and friends? Meg, would you like to answer this question? Hi. Okay, so for me, I think I use social media to like post and share the things that I want to remember. And how I keep it a healthy environment for my family and friends is that I think about the audience and I think about um, the things that I and like the things that I put out, especially when it comes to family and relatives. I mean, 
there are some people naman who's comfortable in sharing like everything with their family and friends but for me personally um i like create another account for like like a dump account for like my trusted people and that's the only people who's gonna follow that and it's separate from like the people with my family and my relatives and i think that's really helpful for me and for me and the people who's going to be able to see that as well and um i think uh i keep it also a healthy environment for them in a way that um i do not want to engage in any negative um usapan or like confrontation online because i don't think that it's really helpful and parang wala naman siyang mararating like it's better to like confront that person um by personally or like dm them or just ignore them na lang so i think that's for me thank you so much for sharing meg i really agree with your statement would you like to share jevan well technically yung social media ko hindi siya healthy environment para sa ibang tao so ginagawa ko naka-custom lang yung pag-share yung mga sinasabi ko na cost to custom people people lang kasi not people can take every jokes na tsaka memes na na-share ko. Bali, yung Facebook ko is the definition of a keyboard warrior siguro. You find me commenting in mostly every post, but you won't hear me talk much in person. Ayan lang. Thank you so much for sharing, Jevin. So, thank you for that. So, let us now go with the third question. How do you handle the toxicity in social media where everyone pretends to be knowledgeable about a certain issue? Was there a time you argued with someone publicly on social media? Lalo na yung mga pa-woke na tinatawag nila sa Twitter. Um, Danny, would you like to share something if you have something to share? So, um, when we talk about social, uh, when we talk about toxicity in social media, I try to stray away as much as I can because it's draining, you know. Um, the amount of times you have to educate someone about certain issues, but like they still don't want to be educated by it or that they think they're right when you're already presenting facts or, ev- or evidences right in front of them can be really tiresome when they choose to ignore it. Na lang. So with my experience, I almost did have an argument with someone publicly on social media, but I chose to stray away from that because my parents would get mad at me if they saw me do that. So instead, I approached them privately since I think it's much more better to do that than to like make a scene in public. So yun lang naman para sa akin. I totally agree with you with that. So Meg, do you mind to share anything also? Hi. So for me naman, um, when you go to social media kasi, um, especially like Twitter or like Facebook, there are a lot of issues agad that you can see like about relationships and like cheating na sobrang, um, sobrang in like right now and then your elections then recently. So um, I think for me, yung pag-handle ng toxicity, um, there are a lot of people naman who are educated when it comes to certain issues, there, there are some that needs to be educated 
and as well as there are also some that refuse to be educated even when faced with like facts or like mga information na nandiyan na sa kanila and they refuse to like look at it or like even pay attention to it. So I think now we need patience and not and what's sa nagpahayain online. However, um, I think it's better to educate them the like by a DM or like talk to them personally. And for me, naman, um, I don't really engage to an argument where a lot of people can see them, and because I don't really think it's helpful. And siguro the worst that I can do is magpatama, magpatama dun sa taong I'm calling out or something, or just ignore or block them na lang. And um, I don't, yeah, I didn't argue with anyone um, on social media. So I think that's all for me. I totally agree with you, especially yung sinabi niyo kanina ni Danny, where uh, people, ano, gets presented with facts, pero ayaw pa rin nila maniwala, lalo na yung mga trolls. And especially, it's very evident, lalo na nung dumating yung elections. So, yun. I totally agree with you guys. Thank you for sharing. Grabe. Very relatable talaga tong discussion natin na to. For our next question naman, this is very tricky. I'm really curious about this, Alex, because as someone who is very active on social media, was there a time you wanted to quit on social media? Uh, that's a very uh, interesting question, Chanel. So actually, there were actually many times when I wanted to quit using social media. However, the one that struck me the most was a few months ago when I actually lost confidence in my body because I lost some weight. So, tulad nga na sabi mo kanina, as someone na very, ano, ma-share sa social media, nung na-feel ko to, nung mga moments na yun, I didn't really feel like myself. Those were the times when I was really down and I kept having episodes of mental breakdown for a number of reasons. And since, sabi ko nga, I'm actually the type of person who likes to share moments on social media, at that time, um, dahil sa na-feel ko yun, na- nawalan ako ng confidence sa katawan ko, um, um, I stopped using for a few days, ganon, I deactivate my accounts, parang katulad ng sinabi nila kanina, nag-social media detox ako, and yun, so for a couple of days, that happened, and I think that was my way of isolating myself from people, and that's my coping mechanism, and yun, I also felt bad about how they see me, I mean, the how people see me, so when I lost some weight, so yeah, I decided to quit for some time at least. How about you, Chanel? I'm very in- interested then with your answer sa question na to. Was there any time that you wanted to quit on social media too? Surprisingly, no. I didn't reach that point because I feel like social media is a huge platform for us to be educated about certain issues and to keep updated about the latest happenings around the world. Quitting was never an option for me because I keep my social media accounts a healthy environment for everyone, especially for myself. We cannot, we can't just easily mute or block someone when we feel like this account is giving us a headache or negativity, and it's just a matter of one click. I do believe that we have to keep ourselves updated with the technology and getting away with it because it's too toxic will never be an answer. 
I know how terrible social media can be because of the news, especially during the election. So we have to keep in our minds that the social media is part of our life and we have to live with it in a way that it will help our lives and we will not sacrifice our mental health. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much, Chanel. So um, we've actually reached the end almost. So um, to close, let me ask you a few questions, guys. Um, what can you say or what is your advice to all the people who think that the world is evolving on social media? So for this question, I'd like Joni and Chanel to answer. So I, I believe that um, social media definitely changes the way we perceive reality at some point, and it becomes a significant part of our lives if we allow it to, understandably because technological advancements are rapidly progressing over time. And like I said earlier, as we delve deeper into, as we delve deeper into social media, it's kind of difficult to detach and we somehow end up losing ourselves at some point with the use of it and somehow just it can somehow be a facade pictures show fragments of our lives but not the entirety of it we don't necessarily know if what we see is literal it's like placing thousands of puzzle pieces together, but quite missing a few. And although it may be tough looking away from our phones, we must remind, we must remind ourselves that the life we continue to live on is at the midst of reality. And we need to enjoy what's present and what's right in front of you. And if you so happen to experience terrible situations in social media, like we said, I think we agreed that taking a breather or detox is very helpful and we should avoid toxic crowds na lang, block or ignore those types of individuals and be one of the people that shares positivity and kindness, help promote an in inclusive environment and might as well influence others to do the same, diba? Because making... We need to make social media a safe space for everyone. Contribute in reducing the fear someone or so, even a child, may experience when going through social media. And most importantly, like I said, value your life away from your devices. Don't spend most of your time staring at your screen. Social media shouldn't really take over your life. And I hope that you don't really allow it to do so. All the more, create your own happiness and memories. But that does not necessarily mean that I am discouraging you to share what you have amongst others. Because I think it's also important for others to know how you really are. That's all. Thank you. I agree with what Joe um said because that's also part of my advice but of course to have a different advice i feel like the best advice that i can give to uh, all the people who's listening right now to us will be live life to the fullest as as much as we have to live with technology we also have a life before it cherish every moment it's not bad to post the best memories in your life but you have to live in the moment before it became a memory the followers, likers, and everyone you meet in the social media world is just temporary. That's what we have right now. 
they are fans, but they are not family. Learn to prioritize the bigger picture, which is love, peace, and humanity. At the end of the day, our purpose in life is to not have a lot of likes or followers, but to have a meaningful legacy to live behind. That is it, everyone, for our discussion. Thank you so much for an informative discussion. I'm pretty sure that our audience will get a lot from this podcast episode. Again, this is group number four. See you on the next one. Thank you.